0: We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker.
1: Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us today. And I would encourage you to check out Brian's website. If you have any questions about Brian and the team, what can they do for you? There's a lot of great information on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And of course, right there, you can get the free toolkit, Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach, The Three Principles Book, The Checklist Challenge, The Sample Income Plan. I think there's like 12 different things you can download uh, with no charge. Right there on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Now, obviously, it's right in the name, right? Safer Retirement Radio, Decker Retirement. That's what we talk about on this program. Hey, Brian, can I retire? When can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last as long as I do? Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? Those are big questions. Well, Brian and the team at Decker Retirement are here to help you. They don't know if they can help you until you give them a call. So there's no cost. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. The team's here to help. It's 833 707 3030, 30, we'll give you that number throughout the program, 833 707 3030. All right, we're, we're, last week we were going through the checklist challenge, and we didn't get very far, Brian. There are 34 boxes to check, and you made it through like four
2: or five. Yeah, we got to five, though, Mark. That's pretty good in an hour.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. So, the checklist challenge, again, is part of the free toolkit you can get on the website, Decker Retirement Planning. So, we thought it would be kind of fun because really retirement planning is about a lot of things, right? Uh, The the checklist challenge is broken into five different parts. Income, there are 13 boxes to check in that one. Medical and healthcare, there are four boxes to check. There are seven boxes in the advanced financial planning category, four in the risk management, and six in tax-efficient strategies. So this is available to you right on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. But we went through Some of the first boxes. So here's the deal. If you can check all 34 of these boxes, and if there's one that doesn't, you know, one of them, there's some questions about a pension. Well, if you don't have a pension, you don't need to check that off, right? So maybe yours is, your checklist challenge is 32 or 33 boxes, But if you can check all pertinent boxes, you're probably on a pretty good path to your retirement. If you can't check some of these boxes, it's a great time to call the team at Decker Retirement so they can help guide you along the way. Uh, 833-707-3030. So here's what we covered last time. The first box, I have a written budget for all necessary and discretionary spending. Number two, based on this budget, I have an estimate of the income I will need each year when I retire. Number three, I know the income sources I will have in retirement and the amounts I will receive. Social Security, pension, rental, other income. You get the gist there. Uh, I know how each of these income sources will be taxed. There's a lot of moving parts in all of that. And if you can check all those, congratulations, because I couldn't check maybe one, maybe. So there's a lot of moving parts in this. The next box on this checklist challenge is one that I think really kind of takes care of all of this. And that is, I know what year I will retire, but... Brian, a lot of times people go, well, I turned 62 in this year, so I'm going to retire then. I get Medicare at 65, so I think I'll retire then. There's a lot that goes into that question. I know what year I will retire because that's probably one of the biggest questions people have. Brian, when can I retire?
2: Yep. And when people come in, uh, they find out very quickly that we are math-based. And so instead of looking at a pie chart and seeing how much income they can draw and guessing using the 4% rule, and, Mark, we've hammered that again and again and again um, that's where you draw 4% from your assets. But I'll just make this in 10 seconds instead of spending 10 minutes on this again. The 4% rule is mathematically where you're you're drawing income from a fluctuating account. You're compromising gains when markets go up. You're accentuating losses when markets go down. And if you do that in retirement, you are committing financial suicide. So we don't recommend you use the 4% rule. By the way, look it up, William Bengen, He discredits his own strategy in 2009, saying he wouldn't use it. And I personally believe it's the most destructive financial strategy out there because fixed income isn't returning 4% anymore. That was the previous 40 years. And the stock market is at or near all-time record highs. So I hope that you don't draw income that way. The other point that you made is... Well, I'll just draw at 62 when I can start Social Security. Well, that's probably the worst time to draw your Social Security um, because Social Security grows 5% a year from 62 to 66 and then 8% a year from 66 to 70. So you're best financially and mathematically to let Social Security grow and almost double in your monthly benefit if you allow it to. And then on Medicare – Medicare replaces an expensive health care expense of typically 1100 dollars per month for spouses um, for their health care costs. That's not that's not per person, it's about six, seven hundred dollars per person per month per spouse. Um, and when they retire in Medicare, when they retire at sixty-five. You ask them what money, how, how much they can draw, and they have no idea. The last uh, system that is used is to use Monte Carlo uh, investing. And Mark, this is when you look at a, a, a portfolio of 800,000 or a million five, whatever it is, and you have it growing at six percent a year. There's no planet that I know of where the stock markets grow six percent a year and never go down. Um, so it's an unrealistic way to plan for your income. So I know what I what year I will retire. I don't know that someone could check that box unless they've done something similar to what we do. And that is put a income plan, which, by the way, you mentioned, Mark, that they can go to our website at DeckerRetirementPlanning.com and see what a retirement plan actually looks like. Um, this is where we have columns of all your sources of income uh we plan to your age 100 we put a three percent cola cost of living adjustment in place and we add it all up we add up your portfolio income your rental real estate income your pension income your social security income and we total it up as gross income minus taxes and that gives us annual and monthly income And then you can find out how much money you're retiring into. For most people, it's a happy meeting because they see at age 62 or 65 if they're retiring into uh, enough money to have them uh, have a wonderful uh, retirement. But for some people, for a small amount, they're pulling the trigger too soon. And Mark, I would say that that's still a positive because – What's better, to find out at 75 to 80 that you retire too soon or to have a job and a paycheck and do the planning and find out, um, oh, wait a second, I've got to work two or three more years. How do you know that? Well, I did the numbers with DECA Retirement Planning to find out. And we talked last time, Mark, about how the fallacy is broadly believed. That when you retire, you spend less. We find that when you retire, you spend approximately 20% more because while you're working, you're busy, you're tied up, you're engaged. But when you retire, you want to do things, and doing things costs money. So I know what year I will retire in the checkbox, in the check box challenge is something that would would uh, necessitate, I would think, a reason to come in or make a call or an appointment and find out mathematically how much money you're looking at drawing and seeing if that can meet your budget. So if you're doing the planning before retirement, make sure that uh, you can retire. And if you're already retired, and this is most of our clients, um, find out how much money you should be drawing Because most people are drawing X when they can draw Y, and Y is larger than X. They're underdrawing because of the fear of running out of money before they die.
1: So again, the team at Decker Retirement Planning can certainly help you figure this out. When can I retire? Do I have enough when my money last? Because you can go in and get a portfolio risk score. There's no cost for that. Find out what kind of risk are you taking in your portfolio. They can create a safer distribution plan for you, a safer tax plan safer investment options, social security optimization, safer retirement education. And that's really what this show is about, is trying to help educate you about retirement, some of the challenges uh, that you will face. And that's why we're talking about the checklist challenge and challenge and being able to check all of these boxes. I would be impressed if anybody could go through this and check all their boxes. That would be incredible. You'd, you'd, you'd be so on top of it, that'd it be amazing. Uh, but the team at Decker Retirement are here to help. So again, you want the free toolkit, Brian's book on retirement, The Principal's book, Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Just go right there and you can download all these uh, different areas and and things that you would like to learn more about right there on the website. And you can always call them. The team is here to help. 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. We're talking about the income part of the Checklist Challenge. Remember, there is five different areas of the checklist challenge. It goes into medical and healthcare, advanced financial planning, risk management, tax efficient strategies. But the largest is income. And so here's another one, Brian, on there. And then I think we'll we'll maybe in the next segment we'll get into social security a little bit because that's a big part of income planning. And a lot of times I think we think, well, Social Security is only important for those that work in radio like I do, that Social Security is a big part of my retirement plan. We don't think the wealthy really care about Social Security. Well, that's not really the case. So we'll, talk, we'll touch on that on the next segment. But here's another one that I think is, is pretty crazy. If within five years of retirement, so they're saying, okay, you're within five years of retirement, your financial advisor has calculated and documented your income plan. How many people could actually check that box if they haven't been to Decker Retirement?
2: I don't know of anyone because most outside of Decker Retirement, most everyone, banks and brokers, use the pie chart. And they can't, they can't calculate and document their income plan because they don't have an income plan. They have a portfolio uh, diversification structure that is the pie chart. But I want to mention this uh, key on ideally – Within five years of retirement, you have your plan in place. Because, Mark, I remember 2008 like it was last week. The people who were planning on retiring within five years had their retirement plans pushed out by at least five years. And they took that massive hit of 50% on their equity portfolio. There's no way that they could retire before the markets brought them back. And that took years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you know, your 401k becomes a 201k. You've got some challenges facing you. That is for sure. Uh, the other one that I think is so challenging because it's easy, and I don't know. I say that it's easy. I don't know if it's really easy, but I think for most, it's easy to have a job, have a 401k, a 403b, or 457, or whatever you have at your your job, that you just have money taken out of your check and it goes into the 401k. So I have my part going into the Roth 401k. The company matches the traditional 401k. So I guess I have a traditional and a Roth 401k, but that's pretty simple just to have money taken out of my check and hope you know, you hope that the, when you're ready to retire, you've got enough to be able to do it. But the one that I think is so challenging as well is that how in the world do I know what I'm going to withdraw from and where I'm going to withdraw it? So that's another box. My income plan indicates which accounts to withdraw from every single year. But that's a a big strategy, isn't it?
2: This is very, very important. In fact, I would use a superlative here. This is probably the most important thing we do in the planning. So I hope radio listeners, you listen up. If you draw income from a fluctuating account, like I mentioned in the open, you're drawing income, you're you're compromising gains when markets go up, you're accentuating losses when markets go, go down, and you're committing financial suicide. If you draw income from principal guaranteed accounts, not fluctuating accounts, you will not have to go back to work. Um, I can't, in, in most cases, you are not, not in most cases, in all cases, when you have laddered principal guaranteed accounts, these market hits cannot, will not send you back to work. So we use the bucket system. We have emergency cash for our clients. We have... Um, The shortest earning account, the most liquid uh, cash account being bucket one. We have a three-year account, bucket two, five-year account, bucket three, seven-year account, bucket four, 10-year account, bucket five, usually a tax-free account, bucket six. And we have laddered principal guaranteed accounts. Here's what happens. When you draw income from laddered principal guaranteed accounts, the number one reason of uh, going back to work is taken off the table. You have tremendous peace of mind because when the next market hit occurs, the next 2008, the next 50% peak to drop, sell off in the market, it does not affect our clients. There's tremendous peace of mind in that right there. Number two, you have the brilliance of math and compound interest working to your advantage. So hear me out on this. On compound interest, when you draw income from the lowest earning accounts for the first five years, 10 years, it gives five and 10 years for the higher earning accounts to grow in compound. Let me give you an example. So you've got uh, John and Jane Johnson, let's say. They have 1.4 million, they're 70 years old, they draw income for the first five years from their cash account. In five years, they start with 1.4 and they draw a little over two hundred thousand in five years. At the end of five years, their account has actually, their total account has actually grown. How is that possible? In the five years that we drew from their lowest earning account, it gave five years for the three higher earning accounts to grow and compound more than offsetting the two hundred plus thousand that they drew in the first five years. At the end of five years, bucket two grows for five years and pays out for years six through 10. Now at the end of 10 years, John and Jane have drawn over 500,000 or about 500,000, sorry, from their portfolio of 1.4. At the end of 10 years, has their total account gone up or down? It is still going up. The reason is because in the 10 years that we drew from the lowest earning account, it gave 10 years for the to higher earning accounts to grow and compound more than offsetting the 500000 that John and Jane are drawing. That is the genius of distribution planning and uh, twofold critical importance of why we draw from laddered principal guaranteed accounts to keep our clients in retirement, number one, and to use the principle of compound interest in our favor, number two. We're
1: going to touch on that when we come back as well as get into a little bit of Social Security. We're talking about the Checklist Challenge, which is available to you. It's part of the uh, Decker Retirement Toolkit. If you'd like to get it, Brian's book on retirement, the Three Principles of Retirement book, the Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan. There's other things as well you can download right there on the website, deckerretirementplanning.com, deckerretirementplanning.com. We're back with more with Brian Decker right after this. Stay with us.
0: Confused on when to take Social Security? Give Brian J. Decker a call at 833-707-3030. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination.
3: So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination, you'll get through retirement confidently. Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning has been helping families retire for more than 35 years. He can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Set up your visit with Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning to start working on your retirement plan. 833 7 Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. Eight three three seven zero seven three zero three zero. 707 3030. Firm offers insurance services. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.
0: You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, Drop by Decker Retirement Planning dot com, or call eight three three seven zero seven three zero three zero to talk to Brian.
1: Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. You can always find out more on the website Decker Retirement You can go there to get the free toolkit, Brian's book on retirement, the Decker Approach, Three Principles book, Checklist Challenge sample income plan. It's all right there to be downloaded, no cost to you whatsoever. Decker Retirement Planning. Dot com Decker If you'd like to talk with somebody, hey, i got some questions. i got some concerns. Uh, when can I retire? Well, my money lasts as long as I do. Uh, certainly, the still the biggest fear of, of people that are retiring is the fear of outliving their money. Uh, the team's here to help. 833-707-3030. No cost to chat with them. 833-707-3030. We're talking today. Uh, we're going kind of, I guess we're really kind of going through the checklist challenge is what we're doing. That's a part of the free toolkit that I just mentioned uh, we're in the income part. There's five different areas. The income part, there's 13 boxes out of the 34. Uh, medical and health care, there are four. Advanced financial planning, there are seven boxes. Risk management, four. Tax efficient strategy, six, uh, which equals 34 boxes. If you can check all the boxes, you're good to go in retirement, that's for sure. Uh, but there's a lot of moving parts here. And, you know, you were talking about the ability by your laddered approach to income. Uh, and that, you know, you can pull out, you know, 50000 a year. And in theory, in five years, your accounts are going, are still growing because of where the other monies are. Uh, and I know you said, for example, like the, today, we're, we're recording this. We don't record this on the weekend. We record it during the week. And today the markets were down. And you said, well, all of my clients did not lose a penny. But it's because of this laddered approach you use, isn't it?
2: Yes. Well, there's the risk accounts, too, that are computer models that allow us to make money um Whether markets go up or down, and so right now we're recording on a day where uh the markets are down three hundred and twenty three points. the NASdaq was down three hundred and eleven points, and our portfolios are positive for the day,
1: which is a positive so that's one of the things that Brian can really help you with is your risk management, your portfolio, how much risk are you taking? Is it the right amount, not enough too much. Uh, certainly. So give the team a call if you'd like to learn about that. How, how in the world do I know how much risk I've got in my accounts? 833 eight three three seven zero seven thirty thirty again, is the number. So we're in the income part of the checklist challenge. Uh, and the withdrawing, where you're going to withdraw from every single year is so important. We just touched on that. And Brian could go on forever about that, but I'm cutting him off. No more. We're moving on. So the next one of these checklist challenge boxes in the income category is that my income plan is inflation-adjusted, and runs through at least the age of 95.
2: Those are two very important uh, points in, in one sentence there. My inflation, my plan is inflation-adjusted. You've got to have an income plan with a COLA that fights inflation because most people are going to be retired 30-plus years. Think back 30 years and what prices of homes and cars and gasoline were and food. Um, you've got to make sure that you've got an inflation hedging strategy in place and the cola the cost of living adjustment in the income plan is one piece of five that we have to fight inflation for our clients but in your plan to check that box you've got to have a cola in place if here's the challenge for the cola if you have a cola of three percent you'll retire at age 65 with eight thousand dollars and then you'll have um $20,000 Twenty thousand dollars in your nineties, and and so the question is, well, geez, Brian, I'd rather have more money during my healthy travel years. My spouse and I, we want to go hike Kilimanjaro now. We don't want to have twenty thousand a month coming in in our nineties when we can't really do much. Um, so that's going to be important to w- flatten that cola. So that you're pushing more money up during your healthy travel years and yet still have inflation protection in place. That's something we do at Deca Retirement Planning. The second part of this, Mark, is making sure that you don't outlive your money. So each decade that passes, biotechnology, bioengineering uh, are coming up with better and better ways to increase not only um, our, our survivorship, but Quality of life, and so don't plan today that you're gonna that you're gonna die at age 85, which right now is approximately the mortality age. Um, you'll probably last longer, which is why we plan to age 100.
1: Okay, let's get to Social Security because this is a shorter segment, um, and and I think this will wrap up the income part of the Checklist Challenge. There's all these other parts. Uh, So certainly you can go to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. You can actually see the checklist challenge. You can download it. You can go through it and see kind of where you are, as well as Brian's retirement book, The Decker Approach, The Three Principles Book, The Sample Income Plan. It's all right there on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Social security, though, is one of those areas that we know this, the, the studies, Social Security Administration says 70% of people take Social Security at the wrong time for their situation. We have other studies that have it even as high as 96% of us take it at the wrong time. Now, you can take it anywhere from 62 to 70. Really, there's only one time. That's your full retirement age. And then if you take it before, you get less. And if you take it after, you get more. That's kind of the, the gist of it. But here's the box. I know the optimal time to draw Social Security to help maximize the net amount received after taxes.
2: Yeah. To check that box, they would have to have done the study that we do where we get a 10-page report back. And of the hundreds of ways that you can draw Social Security, at the top of page four, it says specifically to the month how you can maximize your Social Security income per month, per year, for the rest of your life. And so the variables are age, hours worked, uh, married, divorced, uh, widowed, all those variables come into play. Health, all of di- those
1: things factor in health. I mean, if we're in bad health, there's no point in waiting, might as well take well, it. That, but the, that, don't most people take it at 62. I mean, if we're saying they're, they're doing it wrong, it's just because, ah, social security administration says they're only going to give me 77, 78 cents on the dollar by the mid 2030s. And they've even lowered, made that a little quicker, uh, recently, but they're only going to pay me X amount down the road. I better get what I can get while I can get it. Are you really people- worried about
2: that? Some people say that, Mark, and that's a concern for some. We plan around it, and the planning that we do, we're, we're planning around. We're hoping for the best with Social Security, but we're planning for the worst. I think that's prudent to do. But with Social Security benefits, you've got to find out three things. One, what is your maximum benefit? And then two, figure out the variables that apply to you. So there's two variables. One is health. If if I draw at 62, Mark, and you draw at 70, I've got an eight year head start on you, and the lines cross at age 82 for most people. So you've got to live beyond age 82 for it to make sense for you to delay your Social Security benefits to age 70. You've got to know that. The other variable, once you find out how to maximize your Social Security, is if waiting till age 70 is 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 going to hurt you in your retirement plan. If you retire at 65 and you wait till age 70, that five-year gap, we want to make sure mathematically doesn't destroy your portfolio while you are drawing heavily from your portfolio income, and then you have your Social Security kick in at age 70. So we do those two tests. The third is we want to make sure that you're you're realistic in social security because it's highly probable that there'll be means testing or some changes to the full retirement age and pushing things out to minimize the benefits uh and the stress on the social security system.
1: So that's a highlight of the income checklist challenge part. Uh, there's also medical and healthcare and the other 3 areas I talked about. 5 different areas in this checklist challenge. Social security is you're not wrong at 62, 65, 70, anywhere in between. It's it's really what is the optimum time for you to take Social Security. Brian and the team can help walk you through that. They've got the fancy dancy software to say, hey, look, here's the here's the best time to take it, because you look at the rest of the portfolio. It's not we know if we wait till 70, that's the most money, but that not be, may not be the right time to take it. And 62, because you're worried about Social Security running out of funds, that's probably not a good reason either. Deckerretirementplanning.com to get the toolkit and the checklist challenges included on that. You can always call them if you have questions about this. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement. We've got a lot more to get to on the checklist challenge. We're back right after this.
0: If you're unsure of what your future in retirement looks like, give Brian a call at 833-707-3030.
1: Reminder with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Again, if you would like the free toolkit that Decker Retirement is offering you, all you have to do is go to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Brian's book, on Retirement, The Decker Approach, The Three Principles of Retirement Book, The Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan, and there's other things on there as well you can download. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. There is no cost whatsoever. There's no obligation. Uh, it's a way for you to kind of educate yourself on different areas of retirement. So The Checklist Challenge, we're talking about that because there are so many different things that we need to understand uh, before we get into retirement. It's not like, hey, I th- I think I'm going to retire at 65. Medicare is going to kick in. I'll start Social Security I should be fine. I think I'll be okay. And you've really never looked at it any deeper than I just did right there. Uh, That's not exactly how to do this, especially when retirements today are lasting 20, 30-plus years. You better have a plan in place because the biggest fear still of retirees is the fear of outliving their money. You need a plan in place. And it's a safer retirement process at Decker Retirement. Now, Brian and the team can help you in the investment world. They can help you in the insurance world. They're what's called duly licensed. In the investment world, they are fiduciaries, morally, legally, ethically obligated to do what is the client's best interest. So it's really about you because nobody has the same uh, hopes and dreams for retirement. It might be in the ballpark, but everybody's plans are different. Somebody comes in, might need $5,000 a month to retire successfully. Somebody else might need ten dollars or $15,000 a month. Everybody's situations are different, and the safer retirement process – Sees that. They sit down and they have an in-depth conversation about what are, what's your perfect day in retirement, all those different things. If you'd like to get that process started, just find out where you are on your road to retirement, 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. All right, we're going to move on from the income part of the checklist challenge. And there are plenty of things in there. I have an inventory of all household assets. Uh, I also, I know how all of these assets are going to be taxed when I sell them or take withdrawals from them. I have an inventory of all household liabilities and debts, mortgage, auto loans, credit card balances, other debt. There's a lot, a lot of stuff that we did not cover in the checklist challenge, but you need to do some of this yourself. Go see it. And then you can start doing this yourself. I wanted to move on to the medical and healthcare part. Uh, And the first box of this one, Brian, there's only four boxes in this area. The first one is, if retiring before age 65, I have a plan for major medical insurance coverage prior to Medicare. And maybe even touch on if you're, you know, in the, your 50s and you retire early. Healthcare is a big, big challenge, isn't it?
2: Yes. And so very few people have a compensation package in retirement where they retire at 62 and up for the next three years, they have their health care paid for by their company that they retired from. I've seen it, but it's rare. Most people have to self-fund that six or $700 per month per person private health care expense and make sure that they can fund that out of their expenses. So they've got to do the income portion to find out how much they're getting, put a budget in place to see if they can afford to retire before age 65.
1: All right, now, once we hit the age of 65, Medicare kicks in, and I have no more concerns about healthcare coverage whatsoever.
2: Yep. <laughs> After <laughs> age 65, you've got to make sure that you're working with a team that knows Medicare and knows how to help you with the different. Uh, choices of Medicare and then supplemental choices on top of that. Because I say
1: that facetiously, obviously, because I think a lot of people do think once they get to 65, okay, well, now Medicare is going to kick in. So now I'm I don't have to worry about anything. I've got Part A, which is the hospitals, Part B, which are doctors. That's where I've got to pay. It was like one round 145. Next year, with cost of living adjustments for Social Security, going to go up 5 6% maybe. Medicare is going to go up 6 or 7% as well, so it's kind of a wash. But I guess you're getting a little bit more money in your check, I suppose. But Medicare, I think a lot of people, Brian, think, okay, well, vision, hearing, dental, that's already in there. Well, no, it's not. You've got to check the Medicare Advantage plan that might help cover that or the Medicare supplement world that might help you cover that. And then a lot of people think, well, long-term care. Well, Medicare does not. If you're gonna, if you're not going to get better, Medicare is not playing with you anymore. If you're going to get better, you know, you have a knee replaced, a hip replaced, Medicare will be, be there to help you because you, you're going to continue on with your life. If you have a an illness or a tragic accident that you're not going to get better, Medicare is not playing in the long term care world, right?
2: Right. And by the way, Mark, this is important to work with a team that is comprehensive in your retirement planning. I don't know that the bankers and brokers really help you much on this uh, topic of a Medicare Supplemental, when to sign up. Let me just rattle off a few things. Understanding your coverage needs and how much they cost. I mean, sure, everyone wants to drive a Ferrari, but who can afford it? So in your plan, when you add these supplemental benefits, there's a cost to them. So understand the coverage needs, coverage choices, and how much they cost, number one. Sign up during the Medigap open enrollment period. When is that? Well, that's right before age 65, or it can be delayed if you're working longer. But you've got to know the rules. Number three, explore your potential discounts. No one comes to you and tells you that, oh, yeah, because you're in a situation where you've got a pre-existing condition or you are from another country or whatever your situation, what are your potential discounts? And then the last one, know when you may have guaranteed issued rights. So there's some people who have uh, guaranteed issues rights, but you've got to know what the rules are in order to play.
1: So you think about Medicare, there's a lot of moving parts. You have a seven-month window to sign up, three months before your 65th birthday, the month of your 65th birthday, three months after your 65th birthday. If you are still working, it it does make sense to go ahead and sign up for Part A. It's free. All it can do is help. I mean, if something happens to you and you have to go to the hospital or what have you, uh, it can only help. It can't hurt you. But you've signed up. Because one thing about Medicare, if you don't sign up when you're supposed to, you will pay higher premiums for the rest of your life. So go ahead and do Part A, even if you, you have your in your employer's uh, insurance. Go ahead and sign up for Part A, and then when that runs out, you're at least in the system now. You're all good. Then you add in the premium, uh, you know, the the premium you have to pay, which is Part B, uh, the doctors and all of that. Part C is Medicare Advantage. Part D, the drug plan. Medicare Advantage is private insurance companies doing Part A, Part B, uh, the drug plans. And that typically, and tell me if I'm wrong, Brian, but Medicare Advantage typically is a little bit lesser fee or premium month after month after month. But if you have a major health issue, it might cost you more in the long run. Medicare Supplements uses the government Part A, Part B, and then they add in all this other stuff, and there's all these different letters. It used to be Part, I think, supplement, the the letter F was the greatest plan ever. Well, you can't get an F anymore. If you're already grandfathered in, you're good. But the new, I guess, Cadillac of Medicare would be G, I guess, would be G. So there's a lot of moving parts here that we need to understand how it all plays out because Medicare supplements and Medigap are the same thing. Medicare Advantage is a different thing. So there's an uh, annual election period every year, October 15th through December 7th. That's typically Medicare Advantage and the drug plans because doctors change, hospitals things change, uh, the drug plans change. And that's the idea that every year you go and you just check to make sure you're still in the right place. Then Medicare supplements, you can change at any time during the year, but that one always comes with a doctor's note saying, hey, Brian is in really great health. He is more than welcome to change his plan. But you can do supplement change at any time. So anything we need to know about all of this, Brian, because it can get so confusing, I think. And another box was I'm maximizing my health savings account. That's only if applicable, so maybe we're down to 32 boxes now. But uh, I know how it will cover long-term care and nursing care needs and have policies in place because Medicare is not playing in that world, right?
2: There's a lot of moving parts, Mark, and you hit a lot of them. Uh, plan F is gone. Plan C is going away. Uh, how much do they cost? Is, which one is right for you? Uh, what are your benefits? What are your credits? What are your? It, it's all very, very uh, important to make sure you're educated on what is going into place for the rest of your retired life. Uh, so we work with a team that that's all they do and uh, doesn't cost the retiree or a client anything to work with them. They educate them. They give them choices. They coach them. They help them. Uh, choose the right Medicare package for each individual even among spouses mark there's there's sometimes different plan choices that are are beneficial for one spouse and a different package for another
1: let's say the wife is in fantastic health so she goes medicare advantage it's less per month husband has some health issues so he's under the you know the medicare supplemental world and maybe using that plan f or the plan g that's now the cadillac of them because they're they have different needs so that means they need different plans
2: right And then uh, the additional information for the person that's thinking of going into Medicare Advantage, that it's very difficult once you go in and make that choice in the Medicare Advantage. It's very difficult to get back into the supplemental side of Medicare. It's very difficult. Once you choose the Advantage plan, uh, it's very, very hard uh, because you thought, well, wait a second, I don't need all these things. I'm healthy And so it's age 65, you make a choice based on you being healthy. And then all of a sudden, tragedy strikes. Uh, You've got health issues and they cost a lot of money. Well, now, because of uh, the co-pays and all of the other expenses that you leave yourself wide open to paying multiple times what it would have cost had you gone the supplemental route. And so you think, well, I'll just switch back. No, it's very difficult to do that. So all of those things need to be taken into consideration.
1: Yeah, because to do that, to go to Medicare supplements, and, and you're not in the open enrollment period, right? You're just coming up on 65. You can go wherever you want to. There's no doctors needed or anything. You can go wherever you need to because that's the idea of Medicare. It's open enrollment for everybody. Three months before your 65th birthday, the month of, and the three months after. So seven-month window. But then after that, once you're into this world, and let's say you did go Medicare Advantage because it's a little cheaper month after month after month. Ooh, now I've got some issues. I want to move to the supplemental world because there's better coverage there. It's going to cost me a little bit more, but I know I'm going to have some expenses down the road. Now we get into the doctors being able to give you the approval or the insurance companies to go ahead. That's the challenge, right? I mean, it really comes down to that, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, just to be accepted in the Advantage plan, it's, or from moving from Advantage to the supplemental side is difficult. Forget about the doctors or the inconvenience or whatever. It's It's difficult to just make that adjustment.
1: So here's the deal. There's a lot of moving parts in uh, Medicare, just like Social Security, right? They're government programs because the government is here to help. Well, both of them, are really good programs, Social Security and Medicare. We're we're thankful to have both, but there are rules and regulations and challenges with all of them. And the the more you understand it, and really for me, it's kind of like, hey, Brian, when should I start Social Security? Well, here's your three best uh, years and months to start it. Uh, That makes sense to me. Give me some choices. He's not going to tell me I have to do this or I have to do that. They're going to give me options at Decker retirement for Social Security, for Medicare. This is a huge, these are both huge government programs that a lot of people don't take advantage of them the way that they could because they don't know enough about all the moving parts of them. If you have questions about these, give the team a call. They're here to help. And there's no cost for this at all. They, they will say, hey, here's what you should be doing in Social Security. Here's what you should do in Medicare. Right now, that's what it looks like. Here, and we'll walk you through it. is the number. 833-707-3030. Again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. And again, if you'd like the free toolkit, Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. Common sense look at retirement. How about that? Who knew common sense was still around? Three principles book, the checklist challenge, sample income plan. It's all there on the website for you just to go download. Deckerretirementplanning.com. Deckerretirementplanning.com. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to finish our chatter about the checklist challenge in our final segment. Stay with us. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning.
0: Are you afraid you'll run out of money in retirement? Give Brian Decker a call at 833 707 3030. From the pitch swung at a little too soon, strike three, you're out. To
3: the joke told at the wrong time to barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. And the same can be true for your Social Security benefits. Take them too soon, and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late, and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Brian J. Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call Brian at 833 833- to start optimizing your benefits with social security timing is everything so don't delay call brian j decker at decker retirement planning today 833-707-3030 firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the u.s government decker retirement planning inc is a registered investment advisor in the state of utah
0: you're listening to safer retirement radio if you like what you hear on today's show or have questions Drop by com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian.
1: Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Again, you can go to the website, com. You can get the free toolkit. There's a lot of, there's 12 different things you can download uh, right there on the website. Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. Now, I think it makes sense as a part of your retirement strategy to come in and sit down with a team and maybe get an autographed copy of Brian's book, because that's priceless. Who knows that you might have to sell it on eBay for like 1.5 million just to bolster your retirement savings. Something to think about. (laughs) Uh, So you get Brian's book on retirement, the Decker approach, three principles of retirement book, the checklist challenge, sample income plan, and there's other things you can download as well. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. There's no cost to you. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. Great opportunity for you there. If you want to talk to the team, hey, when should we start Social Security? What about Medicare? I've got some questions there. Hey, do we have enough, Brian? Can I retire uh, anytime soon? That's what I really wonder. Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? Those are big questions, right? 833-707-3030. If you'd like to chat with somebody on the team, 833 707 We're talking about the Checklist Challenge, and during the break, Brian said, hey, we're going to finish the Checklist Challenge next week on the program when we get into advanced financial planning, risk management, and tax-efficient strategies. So that means we've talked income for a week and a half on this program, and then we threw in medical and health care and Medicare and all of that, but we're going to finish it with long-term care. Now, we already said Medicare does not cover long-term care. So you think about this, Fidelity has always put out, I think since, I don't know, what the 80s or 90s, I don't know when Fidelity started doing this, but I can tell you that in like 2015, the average 65-year-old couple, according to Fidelity, would need $220,000 out of pocket for healthcare throughout the the couple's lives and expected living years and all of that, $220,000 out of pocket, including Medicare. You've got Medicare, but it's taking into account that. Well, now that number is up to almost 300000 for the average 65-year-old couple in good health. So there's a lot of moving parts here, but Medicare does not cover long-term care. So those dollar amounts I just threw out, Brian, they don't cover long-term care. So what do you need to tell us about long-term care? I don't even want to talk about long-term care because, Brian, I'm going to go into my go-go years of retirement for 15 years, my slow-go of retirement where I can go but I don't want to go as much, for five years, and then I'm only going to be one night in the no-go stage, and then I'm out. I don't need long-term care.
2: You're going to die in your sleep uh, at 95?
1: Right after I'm done with my go-go and slow-go years, I'm not even going to deal with the no-go years. I'm just going to – it's good. Now, Wouldn't it be nice if we can re- – we can't control that. That's the problem.
2: Yeah, that's a retirement plan. Okay, so on long-term care, we, uh, we hope for the best but plan for the worst. And the worst-case scenario is a healthy body with Alzheimer's as far as cost go. Um, but there's a, I hate to, I don't know how to say this nicely. There's a deceptive statistic in the long-term care industry that says that 70% of Americans will spend time in a long-term care facility. But if you look up the U.S. census number, it's 14%. Guess, Mark, how they get that number so high?
1: Um, I would guess if you just spent one day in a long-term care facility, it's going to count as a as, like, a, somebody did it for several years. I don't
2: know. Okay, you're mostly, you're, you're 95% correct. They count one day in hospice as being in a facility. So Yeah, that's but how I mean, everybody get
1: that. that gets ready, my my dad, when he passed away in 2008, he they were going to send him to hospice, which would have counted, yeah. but he never made it to. So he never right. had long term care, but he was on the verge of being counted as one of those statistics you're talking about. My, that's my right. My stepmother's mother, uh, at about 75, Got Alzheimer's, great body, perfect condition, healthy heart, lived to like 92 in an institution for 17 years. Think of the money that incurred.
2: Yep. So she's the outlier. The definition of long-term care risk is the risk that one spouse bankrupts another spouse. So we don't consider long-term care risk if someone is widowed because the estate Handles the long term care risk. So you can, when you're interviewed for a long term care facility, they look at your Social Security income, they look at your pension, they look at all your income streams, your assets, and they make a decision whether or not they're going to take you. If they take you and you run out of money, they can't, by law, by state and federal law, they can't kick you out on the street. They've made that financial decision, so you stay and Medicaid kicks in. But I want to talk about. Um, options for long-term care, for to to minimize or zero out that risk, the we are licensed to sell long-term care and we rarely do mark because self-funding that risk is where most of our clients are best served. For example, and by the way, the the the, the missing variable of that is. Whether or not you go in and when you go into a long term care facility, but in in hoping for the best and planning for the worst let 's say uh, mark you uh, let 's say you 're married to Bridget, so Mark and bridget Mark, you have a healthy body, and you uh, are, get devastating news that you 've got alzheimer 's dementia there 's three parts to your journey, and by the way, most listeners have heard about this first second person first third of the journey is on Bridget. Uh, It doesn't cost you anything. Emotionally, it does. It's just that she's taking care of you. The second part is it's too much for Bridget. So now she brings in in in-home care, starts at $1,500 a month and goes up from there, depending on how much time that she needs for that care. The third part of the journey is when you dress up in the middle of the night to go out and play golf. And uh, you are endangering yourself, so they they put you in a facility. So Mark, uh, that three parts, the last part tragically is not 17 years, it's typically around four, three or four. So at, at, at the outlier, most of the long-term care benefits are around 300,000 in benefit. So we ask our clients, and this has come up after we have their income plan in front of them, We ask if they can self-finance that risk. And most clients can self-finance that risk two different ways. One, if they had to, they could finance that by themselves, pulling money out of the equity in their home. We view the home as sacred. It's not even on their income plan. But if they had to, they could do that. They see that. The second is the extra money that's made on the risk bucket when the managers, the two-sided strategies that we've talked about on this program, where they make where these are computer models that allow, are designed to make money as markets go up and they are designed to make money as markets go down, they've averaged over 24%, but we show six. Because there's extra money that builds up in the risk bucket, there's funds there to finance their long-term care risk. So self-financing that risk is one option. The second option is when it comes to traditional long-term care. Traditional long-term care is when in your early 60s, you take out a policy and it's four or $500 a month per person. And the premiums are called deceptively. They're called guaranteed level premiums. Do you think, Mark, they're guaranteed level for life? Probably not. We want to make sure that people who are exploring the long-term care, traditional long-term care option, know that guaranteed level premiums don't mean that they're level for life. That's not going to happen. The third option is asset-based long-term care. Asset-based long-term care is where you take a hunk of money, usually 100000 you set it aside, uh, and that is there for your long-term care benefit if you uh, when you die, it kicks in a, a death benefit. Um, when, if you go into a long-term care facility, it kicks in a, a long-term care benefit there too. How does the insurance company win on that? Time and payout. They have use of your money for time, and the casino always wins. So there's a benefit that fluctuates based on interest rates. When interest rates go down, that payout gets smaller. Um, the third option is when an, an insurance salesman gets a hold of you, Mark, and says, hey, Mark, if you get hit by a bus or have a heart attack, you never went into a long-term care facility. All those years of premium payment are for naught. They don't benefit you at all because you never went into a facility. So I've got a deal for you, Mark. You need to take out 300000 in a whole life policy with me with a long-term care rider. Now you get that three hundred K either way. However, here's the drawback. They price it accordingly. Usually in your early 60s, they look at the mortality rates, and it's $1,000 per month per person for life. And guess what? Most of the time or part of the time, um, the casino wins enough that it's very profitable for them. So there's more than $300,000 that you pay in for your $300,000 in death benefit. Now, I've saved the best for last, Mark and that is something called a safe harbor trust. A safe harbor trust is when, Mark, you and your wife are freaked because of the 70% statistic. You just know that you're gonna be part of the 70% that goes into a long-term care facility. So you call, Mark, you call your brother, Bob, and you say, Bob, we're gonna put all of our estate in your name under a safe harbor trust, and if one of us goes into a facility, by golly, the, uh, our estate is worth zero. We're on Medicaid, and the surviving spouse can just draw it all back after they're gone, and that's the strategy. Two problems. The IRS is onto this, and they uh, have a five-year clawback provision where if you're diagnosed with something, within five years of your funding, your Safe Harbor Trust, there's a clawback provision that brings it all back. The second is kind of common sense, Mark. Because your brother Bob can call you after a year or so and say, hey, Mark, remember those assets that you gave me? Well, I just am calling from Cabo and just wanted to thank you. We're really enjoying your assets. They're mine now. And he can legally do that. So when it comes to the choices of um, long-term care benefits, please make sure you've talked to people who have watched their parents try to use the long-term care benefits that contractually and written in the policy were theirs but they had to fight tooth and nail to get them both those big insurance company buildings weren't built on paying claims they were built on denying claims I know I'm cynical on this mark because we've had so many clients have trouble with this and payouts and so we advise whenever possible to self-finance that risk because the quandary of long-term care is if you can afford it, you don't need it. And if you need it, you can't afford it.
1: So there are a lot of moving parts here, obviously, when it comes to retirement. The safer retirement process, income, investment, taxes, health care, legacy, estate planning, Social is in the income part, Medicare's in the healthcare part. If you'd like to learn more about your, where you fit in in this whole scheme of things when it comes to retirement, 833 Thirty thirty eight three three seven zero seven thirty thirty. And again, if you would like this checklist challenge, it's part of the free toolkit right on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. We'll finish the checklist challenge next week on the program. Brian, thanks for the time. A lot of great information, a lot to think about uh, and again, that's why I give the number, 833 707 3030, if you'd like to chat with the team at Decker Retirement. Brian, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great
0: week. We'll come Decker back Retirement next week and Planning up offers insurance exactly services. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial. financial Financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.